Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about all of the events from the weekend of Saturday, September 19th to today, Monday, September 21st of 2020. And we are going to go ahead and get started with the Belgian royal family. Starting out in Belgium, um, Saturday, there was nothing, not a huge surprise. On Sunday, however, the whole family, minus Princess Elizabeth, because she is um, at like military training, um, participated in what is known as Carlos Sunday. So Sunday, there were actually a lot of events on Sunday for all the royals, um, and some of them were focused around what is internationally known as World Cleanup Day. Um, so different countries celebrated this different ways. Um, so in Belgium, they celebrated by using no cars, um, through the day. And so the Royal family promoted this, um, by biking to the house of European history. Um, so it was the whole family, um, minus Elizabeth, again, she's at military training. Um, they toured the museum and then they biked back to the castle. Um, so really great promotion there of like different ways to be environmentally friendly and aware. Um, and just like overall, you know, if you can use your car less. So I am in a city where that's not an option. I have, if I want to go somewhere, um, I pretty much have to drive. I can bike to the grocery store if I choose, um, but for the most part, I'm driving. Um, but on days when I'm like, I don't need to go anywhere today, I do just stay home and I don't use my car or I'll go outside then. Um, but just, you know, take care of the environment. It's an, it's important. It's important to us all. Um, so that was Sunday, like mid morning, early afternoon. Um, and then later in the day, Queen, Queen Mathilde participated in a meeting with the UN Secretary General on the subject of the Sustainable Development Goals, um, of which she is heavily involved. Um, so this is coming ahead of the UN General Assembly, which officially started on Monday. Um, so the meeting on Sunday was like a precursor. Um, and so that it was um, with the Secretary General, Special Ambassadors, all of that. Um, so that was the first of many uh, UN General Assembly things that we will talk about, I'm guessing, this week. Um, so that was all yesterday on Sunday. And now for today, so first thing, King Philippe held his weekly audience with the Prime Minister, Sophie Wilms. Again, this happens every week. There was no information shared other than it happened. That's great. But then he also held his essentially weekly meeting with the two men in charge of forming the Belgian government. I have talked about this time and time again. I am fascinated by it. Um, so everything seemed really promising. Um, 
it all seemed like it was going to go really, really well. They set this October 1st deadline to have the government kind of like ready to go in Parliament. Okay, so that all was like a week and a few days ago um, that this all seemed like it was going to go really well. Well, then talks kind of became intense and uh, not great. <laughs> and so today, the these formers came to King Philippe to try and resign their post because they couldn't make it work. King Philippe refused. To my knowledge, this is the first refusal of resignation he has gone through. Um, so he refused their resignation and they are to meet with him again in about two days to see what they have accomplished. Um, <laughs> so according to the news that I have read on this, it seems like maybe, um, there was just like a tense episode and people are just still a little, um, fired up and not ready to make deals. Um, and so for some reason, the world thinks that two days is enough time, um, for that to kind of calm down. So on the 23rd, they will meet with King Philippe again, um, hopefully not offer their resignation and have something concrete to share. Um, but that October 1st deadline is coming up quickly. And as of right now, Belgium seems no closer than they did when the October 1st deadline was introduced. So this should be interesting. Um, at this point, I think the U.S. may have a government before Belgium. And their election was held almost two years ago. Um, now, that's still, you know, we've still got a month and a half till our election here in the U.S., but, um, you know, by that, by that point, Belgium might have something together. Who knows at this point? Um, but it's really entertaining to watch because it makes me feel like my country isn't the only chaos show in town, um, which it is. Trust me, I know, um... But, you know, at least Belgium is uh, right there with us in the struggle bus of forming a government and the chaos that surrounds that. Um, so that was the day in Belgium, in the weekend, really. Um, and so with that, we are going to go ahead and move right on to the British royal family. Today is my first day of real action with using the um, court circular and learning what all of that means, um, which is exciting. I'm very excited about this still. Um, so the first thing was this morning, um, the Prince of Wales participated in um, Climate Week NYC which is something that's supposed to coincide with the United Nations General Assembly, which is held at the United Nations headquarters in New York. Um, so there are always these 
coinciding events that happen at the same time as um, it's called UNGA, U-N-G-A. Um, and Climate Week New York is one of them. So this morning, Charles participated in that via video conference um, where he introduced a project of the Sustainable Markets Initiative um, called RETV, which is it's this curation of videos on different ideas for sustainability. Um, so I watched a couple of them and it's like um, how to use water and re what's the word um how to make sure like water is clean particularly in you know developing countries um so the example in this video was india um and just lots of different like sustainable ideas for climate change and building back better um, so this is something that is right up Charles's alley. Um, he is the main curator of these videos. Um, it's a cool project. I think, I don't think now's the right time for this project, honestly, because there are so many other things and I get where he's coming from. Like, yes, we're building back better. Um, but I think what I disagree with on this is it's very in the abstract. It's not real world solutions. Um, but the videos are great. They're curated beautifully. Like the website is amazing. It's just a weird time to launch such a thing um, when no one has really gotten their hands on what the Sustainable Markets Initiative even is because it was launched in January. COVID happened in March. And really that's been the world's focus since March. I mean, for nine months, six months, I don't know, I can't math, six months, this is what the country has, or the world has been focusing on. Um, and we're not ready to come out of that yet, it doesn't feel like. So it's a great initiative. I am excited to see where it goes, but I don't think it's the best time for this. It just feels a little rushed. So a good time to launch it during UNGA and Climate Week NYC and like all of these different things are happening and it does fall into line with the UN's 2030 agenda, which is all about um, sustainability and eco-friendliness and all of that. So it makes sense, but it's just, it feels rushed. It feels like now was maybe not the right time for this, um, but it was a good thought at least. Um, so that was this morning. And then when the court circular came out, the only thing on it <laughs> I know I've been so excited about finding this court circular in like the past few days. I haven't been able to get really anything good out of it, but gives me something to talk about each day, which is exciting. Um, so the only thing on it today was that the Duchess of Cornwall held a meeting um, via telephone with the CEO of Safe Lives. Um, so Safe Lives is a organization focused on eradicating domestic violence um, that Camilla is patron of. So she had a phone call um, on presumably about the work of the organization. So that was um, really exciting, but more so just exciting because I found the court circular and I was able to tell you exactly what happened in the British royal family today. Um, so with that, we are going to go ahead and move on to Denmark.
official events in Denmark today. Um, however, the Danish royal household did share a new um, official photograph of Queen Margrethe in gala in like regalia um, that is going to be used in government buildings, um, including like embassies and consulates throughout the world, um, as well as on like government ships and other official places. I don't know what else there is, um, but other official places where the queen or the, a picture of the head of state would be. Um, so a very great thing. It was taken, um, it was released due to her 80th birthday. The last, the most recent official portrait from her, like for this purpose was released in 2012 so it was time for an update um you know there's not much to say about it it's a great photo the dress is like a teal blue it's really pretty you can check it out on the instagram uh the daily royal i posted it there um so you can check out the picture it's beautiful um but yeah it's an official picture nothing nothing too exciting there um, and so with that, we're just going to move right on into the Netherlands. Nations General Assembly topic. Um, you guys, I'm kind of sad. So I kind of forgot that Unga was this week, um, for one, but also not every royal comes to New York for the UN. I get that. Um, but like at the beginning of this year, you know, we, I had talked about like, if all the royals are kind of at one event, we'll talk about the event. Um, and as a whole, and then go into the breakdown of what else happened in the country while um, we weren't talking about this one event. But that can't really happen, at least with Unga or anything else that's happened really this year. I was able to do it once, um, maybe twice, and that was it. So we haven't been able to do that since because, one, these royals have not been together in a physical or virtual capacity. Um for obvious reasons. And so I'm just a little sad because like, I would love to talk about Unga the way I want to. Um, but the way we have to do it is everything happened separately. Um, so King Willem Alexander, for example, sent a virtual message to, um, the UNGA, to, which is also, so I don't think I mentioned this yet. Uh, the UN is celebrating their 75th anniversary this year. Um, the UN was created after the Second World War to really try and prohibit that that atrocity from ever happening again. Um, so far, it's done a pretty decent job. We haven't had any more world wars. Um, it's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but it certainly would be a lot worse without it. Um, and so Willem Alexander sent his message congratulating them on their anniversary and just talking about um, the United Nations as a whole. Um, 
so it was a great speech. It was it was in English, which I appreciate. Um, as someone who does not speak Dutch, it was great that it was in English. Um, it was pretty short. I think maybe like three minutes long. Um, but overall, just talking about the history and like the things that are probably going to be the focus of the General Assembly this week, um, namely COVID, because of course, um, and the ways that like the UN and outshoots of the UN can help with um, the COVID response. So really great there. And then after that, um, or at least at some point in the day today, King Willem Alexander also had a video conference with the governor of St. Martin. So this was just a general like catch up kind of video conference. Um, so that's what was going on in the Netherlands. There was nothing over like Saturday or Sunday, which is pretty normal for them. Um, and so with that, we are actually skipping Norway because there were no events today and moving right into Spain. Sunday, King Felipe visited Andalusia um, to mark the 100th anniversary of the Spanish Legion. Um, so the Legion is a branch or a unit within the Spanish army um, that I don't know how to describe them because I'm not Spanish. And so the things that I use to describe them are probably not what they're focused on in reality. Um, but they have a very distinct uniform. They have a very distinct way of marching. It is incredibly fast. Um, and this is all just based on like the displays that I see, um, which is very focused on a military parade for the king. So I don't have a full understanding of what the Legion is. I know what they do for events like this. Um... And they also, they have a mascot and it's a ram who marches with them and it does a fantastic job. Um, so that's what I know of the Spanish Legion. Um, they were, they serve as like a rapid response deployment um, team from what I can tell, at least from their creation in 1920 um, when they were, um, specifically fighting in more than likely Morocco. So Andalusia is in like the very south of Spain and Morocco is just right across like a little, a little strip of water. Um, and the Moors and the Spaniards have always had a bit of tension. That is probably putting it mildly, um, especially in the 1920s, but that's what I feel comfortable saying because I don't understand that full history. Um, but there has been a lot of back and forth, especially in the lower parts of um, Spain and the northern parts of Morocco about like who controls what um, and who owns what land. And so the 
the, the Spanish Legion had a lot to do with um, some of the Moorish wars. Um, I know that much too, which is kind of helpful information. Um, but yeah, it was just a traditional um, like military parade ceremony thing. Um, there, my guess is this probably would have been something similar to the Civil Guard, which celebrated its anniversary sometime last year. Um, and it was a big production at the Royal Palace. Um, lots of people, King Felipe and Queen Letizia were there. And so with this, COVID, and so there was no, like, real audience. Um, it was, like, King Felipe, this uh, Minister of Defense, and, like, their entourages really were who were there. Um, as well as some higher-ups in the Legion squad. Um, so it wasn't a super intense event like I bet it was supposed to be. Um, yeah, because COVID and stuff like that happens. So a really cool event um, to mark the start of a pretty light week, or at least so I thought for Spain, because today there were no events on the calendar that I can, that you can see by going to Casa Real. Um, however, at sometime in the afternoon, a video message from King Felipe to the United Nations appeared, um, where he kind of did the same thing as King Willem Alexander, congratulated them on their 75th anniversary, um, spoke about the need for the UN, um, in times like this or in times post-war where, um, you know, the, the global community coming together is more important than ever. And that is something that, like, the UN is really good at when participating countries participate. Um, so, you know, he spoke about the global community coming together to fight COVID Um as well as the Agenda 2030, which is all about um, environmental things as well as sustainable development goals. Um, so he kind of spoke about like all the important things going on in the UN. Um, his speech was not in English, which is fine for me because I speak Spanish. Um, he started in English and I was really hopeful that I wouldn't have to translate anything, but I did. Because um, then he quickly transitioned to Spanish, which is fine. Um, and so, you know, again, just like a really brief, great speech, um, maybe three minutes, maybe less, um, just ultimately congratulating them and, um, thanking all the heads of state that are participating and stuff like that. So a really great thing. I still am kind of bummed that Unga is not in person. Of course, I understand why, um, but I like it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't feel the same covering it this way. Um, and so with that, we are going to go ahead and move on to Sweden. was a busy week in Sweden this weekend. Busy, busy, busy. Enough for a week, really. 
Um, so we'll start out on Saturday. On Saturday, again, this was like world cleanup day. It was in Sweden, keep Sweden clean day. Um, so to mark that, King Carl Gustav released a video message um, with Keep Sweden Clean, which is an, or the Keep Sweden Clean Foundation, which is an organization that King Carl Gustav is patron of. Um, so this was like a video shot in a park um, with Carl Gustav and his dog um, where they were just talking, or he was just talking about the importance of, you know, keeping Sweden clean to enjoy parks with your dogs and things like that. Um, so really great video. It's all in Swedish. Didn't understand half of it, um, but got the gist. And then, so that was Sunday. Or that was Saturday. I'm sorry. On Sunday, Queen Sylvia participated in a Swedish podcast, um, which is called in English, Help Do I Have Alzheimer's? Um, I don't know what it's called in Swedish. Help, help something. Um, so Monday or today is International Alzheimer's Day. Um, and so Queen Sylvia focuses a lot of her work on like two key areas. Um, one is children's rights and stuff around the World Childhood Foundation. Um, and then she also focuses a lot on dementia and Alzheimer's awareness and has a foundation focused on that as well. Um, and so this is something that she has really spent a lot of time in in the last um, probably 20 years at this point. Um, and so she participated in this podcast to talk about her work um, and the effects that Alzheimer's have on Swedish people. Um, I didn't listen to the podcast. Again, I don't speak Swedish, so I wouldn't understand what was happening. I am getting a little, um, <laughs> I'm loving all of these royals and podcasts this year. Like that has happened more than it has ever happened. Now, granted, there's only been three in the past nine months, but that's more than there's ever been. Um, so that's really cool. Um, but like a very innovative way to talk about something when you can't hold traditional galas or things like that. Um, so a really cool, innovative way to do something like that from Queen Sylvia and um, really cool. So that was Sunday. And now today, I have no idea how to talk about this and make it sound interesting. Um, but today, Prince Daniel visited a power grid for the celebration of its 120th anniversary. So this is like, a, a merging of two companies that came together um, to form this power grid and like created more reliable energy that yep because that's that's what I got um, so during this time he gave he was able to take a tour of the um, of the factory and also give a speech focusing on the importance of reliable energy especially in times like pandemics where you're home all the time. You need your your house to work effectively. Um, so yeah, that's that's what it was. Um, I really was concerned about this podcast being really really short and really boring today um, because nothing was on the official calendars for anybody. Um, but then we got so much content. So hopefully this was not too short. 
Um, there were some parts that were a little boring, like a power grid, but overall, pretty great day, um, pretty good weekend, lots to talk about, and then I'm sure lots more coming with the General Assembly this week. Um, I know that Queen Maxima is scheduled to do some work um, somewhere around Unga, like tomorrow or the next day. So lots of content coming out of the General Assembly. So with that, we are going to end today's episode. I will talk to you all tomorrow. And until then, have a great day. Bye.